Gen Z podcast. Welcome to the Gen Z podcast. I am your host JP Jackson, and today we have our very first guest. Welcome to the show, Mr. Rizan Rose. Hi everyone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm Rizan Rose. Thank you so much, JP, for having me. I'm really excited. Thank you for coming, man. Nervous now, immediately <laughs> nervous. <laughs> Quite excited. But yeah, it's what happens when things start rolling, things start falling into place. So, tell us a bit about yourself. Tell us who you are, and specifically, where did Piccolo come from? Okay. Wow, immediately <laughs> starting there. Straight to the source. So, um, yeah, so I'm, like I said, Rizan Rose, and myself and JP, we know each other from primary school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even in primary school, I had like a billion nicknames. Uh, I don't know if you can see from this, I kind of look like Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> kind of look like Kobe Bryant when you get war number eight. Um, and so, and in High school, especially, I used to have a very, very short haircut, mm, mm. a cheese cut, if you will. Mm. Um, and one of the boys that went to primary school with me felt very comfortable <laughs> in calling me Piccolo from Dragon Ball Z because of the short <laughs> hair. So, not as fun of a story. I didn't like the nickname at first, but then it became Pickles. But like I said, like I had a billion yeah, nicknames. Yeah. So Piccolo was the one that I guess even the principal started calling me. So the reason why I bring <laughs> it up is because to this day, if I mention you know Rizan, if someone tells me they went to Settlers, they don't know oh, a Rizan. Oh, no. But I, can t- <laughs> I literally say, do you know Piccolo? And they have the exact image in their mind about who we're talking about. That's why the name for me seems to be carrying more, <laughs> more, more recognition than I, Rizan. I'll Rose. take it. I'll take it. I guess it's my part to fame. <laughs> I, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, I mean, like, I, I do like Emo Adams more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the nickname that, like, I don't know, like, people and their mother mm, used to yeah. come up to me. Yeah. Are you family of the <laughs> Adams? <laughs> Are you, are you, are you emo? And the Muslim was a I People can't see that I'm Muslim. Like, when you wear the kufiya, then obviously. <laughs> <laughs> to an extent, I yeah. guess. Yeah. And then, so, one thing that really attracts me in terms of our friendship okay. is just the energy you give off. Oof. So, like, whenever <laughs> I'm around you, I just feel so much better and so much more excited about the energy you kind of feed off. JP. So, <laughs> so, so, what about that? How do you in- make yourself, or how do you always give that sort of energy out? Because it seems like you, it just it comes naturally to you, mm-hmm. and I receive it in such a positive way. So, not everybody has that. So, I just wanted to know how do you act? Do you actually just like? Are you a happy person? Is there things, <laughs> is there things you do in your life <laughs> that allows you to oh, cultivate this energy? I, I don't know. I never really thought about it. I, I am extroverted. Um, and yeah, you actually, I have not thought about why I'm so comfortable around you. But I think we, we, we get along because we have similar sort of interests. Yeah. Uh, we... 
Yeah, like I think that's I think that's it. Like immediately we know, okay, we both like sports. We both into whatever we are into. <laughs> like in scripts, I have to find out. <laughs> <laughs> um, Love the plug. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't uh, like for me. The, if I meet someone new, I I always feel I, I somehow feel comfortable in in the presence of someone new because they don't know me, mm. so I get to be whoever I mm. I want to be. You know, uh, whereas people that know me like comfortable around me so it's also easier to be but like i do get like sad and <laughs> my feelings are just i don't know i so now uh, <laughs> that's also something that i just wanted to do, maybe touch on is that like you said you get sad and in your feelings at times yet you are an extroverted person and gives you such a positive energy how how do the two marry each other and then how did you overcome that or how do you how do you <laughs> deal with it or what's the building blocks to deal with it so like I knew this question was coming, <laughs> but I'm still but not that... ready for it. I'm still I'm never gonna be ready for it. Um, but do you un- so do you understand the the the, the different dynamics? A sort of dichotomy. Oh wow! You know, uh, you see, my else has no I don't have access to the Google Drive. <laughs> but basically, when people understand an extrovert, they don't think that the extrovert have has necessarily feelings to deal with. Yeah. Because all they're seeing is Jesus. just positive energy. Yeah. However, all extroverts also have feelings and they, which they deal with not necessarily in the same manner as everybody else, yeah. but in their own time. So then how do we balance the two? So okay. So I um I I, I refer to these sort of complex emotions as my demons. Ooh. Um, so I, I suffer from anxiety. Uh, I do get quite depressed at times. Loneliness and then emptiness is a big one. Mm. And I think what it is is uh, the why why I have this energy towards people is that I don't want to sort of like leak that negativity onto mm. someone else. Mm. So I, I I do I guess try and be as positive as uh, forthcoming as approachable as possible. And I work with I work with people. Mm. So um, people don't want, because everyone's suffering with something. So everyone's yeah. going through something. They don't want their problems to also be carried on for so long. So as long as people are with me, there's like just that positive energy, you know, for that time being. And I, like, <laughs> I'll be driving. I'm like, ah! <laughs> just so that I don't have to, you know, <laughs> that, because it, 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 you, you feel what you feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like... A lot of people will tell you that this sort of facade of mm. being happy, but I genuinely, I am happy when I'm around people be- because I, you know, allow my emotions just to sort of ex- exit with screaming, mm. poetry, uh, exercise, you mm. know, whatever I need to get rid of that sort of negativity. Wholesome human being. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, like, but, uh, you you have a similar energy. How do you deal with it? How do you yeah. sort of uh, so, same cope? thing? So I people always think that I'm just a positive person and don't necessarily have lows, but I also have lows. Yeah, and the way I deal with lows is like you said, either through exercise, through seeing my friends. For me, social connection is something that actually brings me back up. It uh-huh. gives me, it fills that 
tank, so to speak. And obviously, I've spoken about this before on the pod, but just in terms of having my spiritual tank also filled up. Oh, love. My love tank in terms love. of my relationship with my wife and then my friend's tank. And then also <laughs> being able to move <laughs> and doing the exercise at some point. That kind of, those four pillars is what keeps me kind of in balance. And as soon as, like, especially with lockdown, when Oof. I don't see friends, then I feel tired or I feel more towards myself which is which isn't me by my nature but i started realizing that that part of my life actually starts needs to be more replenished and working on that and then that's how i know that i need to now start working on these things and like you said it's not going to come just by being you're going to have to actively start doing something to kind of manage those two but that's why that's why i thought you would be the perfect first guest <laughs> in terms of just the energy you bring and how we can as a community recognize that we have these things that we deal with and it's normal yeah i actually um so i grew up i have four brothers um and my mom's the only sort of woman in the house uh, and so there's not really like a culture to sort of express yourself and talk about feelings um and then i think when i was 2010 grade 10 um my grandmother passed away my dad lost his job uh it was that old housing crisis recession there was Mm. just so so much Mm. going on and you sort of have all the sort of like that's it was a tough time Mm. and i never got to sort of talk about it and i remember in 2011 when i was grade 11 Mm. i pulled mom to a side to the side and i told her mom i don't like that i can't talk to you Mm. um and i think once I did that, I realized that everybody needs somebody to just make sense of yeah. what wh- what has happened, what you're going through. Um, and I know growing up uh, as a colored person, y- y- there's so many things that we just don't talk about. We just, we're not allowed yeah. to sort of mention. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I don't know, like, why I decided to just, like, open up and tell them, listen, I need to be able to mm-hmm. speak to you. Because uh, colored parents, they take offense. Yeah. If you if you, you are sad, you got a roof on your head. That's the one. I'm glad that's <laughs> the one. They take offense if you have su- like. Why are you sad? That's the line. Or I'll give you something to cry about. Yo, wow, trigger warning. The trauma is coming through. JP, what is this? What have you done, sir? But like okay so um i know this isn't my platform i want to ask you how's your relationship with your parents and being able to speak to them about complicated things if so you it, <laughs> to your, oh, your surprise <laughs> it was non-existent okay okay, <laughs> so, okay so i never had a space to discuss that with my parents i never had a space to talk about how i was feeling about a certain way yeah. because it wasn't something we ever spoke about it was always a case of you've got food on the table you are supposedly healthy to like can't you fit <laughs> like all that like you 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 are healthy you're doing well but also in that element in my school years and in my varsity years i never i never had a dip in performance yeah we overachieved so, so, no 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 so, <laughs> we so, overachieved so, so there was never a trigger in my parents mind that listen yeah he's doing fine yeah and he's doing well so yeah. the, certainly i must be doing everything right so there was never the space until kelly came and told me, listen here, your daddy cheated on your mommy. Why are you not 
feeling in the about this. <laughs> and, <laughs> and like I was saying, like I described, is that that sort of breaking down of those emotions and trying to figure out how your superhero crumbled in front of you uh. is kind of was like a, a light switch moment for me in terms of we and also maybe led to this moment right here yeah it's just that we never have this conversation <laughs> we never talk about these things that we go through yeah. and just kick off or roll on because the previous generation didn't know how to deal with it the current generation is fully woke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about Alice. <laughs> it's, it's like just, and it's just a missing dynamic between yeah. the, the, the two. And that's, like you said, in my household, we never spoke about feelings. Yeah. We never said this is how I felt about it. Because it was never meant to be a... Sp- or, or they never made it that space. Yeah. And it's kind of what I would like to carry on in beyond my friendship circle because okay. i want my friendship circle yeah. to be comfortable to tell me this is i'm i don't like this why is this happening and then create that open dialogue because that makes for me that formulates a healthy relationship you also uh you also have just brothers eh just brothers what youngest is, there's of a three, three. There's a <laughs> youngest, youngest of four <laughs> youngest of three there's a there's correlation a, there's a correlation all boys no talk <laughs> <laughs> a, and you know no like I didn't expect to bring this up, but I also have a whole, like, sister that my dad produced outside mm. of wedlock. Mm. So, like, do we have the same life? What's going <laughs> Do we have... And, and I also never, like, sat my parents down and explained, like, mm. what was that about? Yeah. Obviously, now you know that, like, people cheat because of... Mm-hmm. Whatever reason they have, yeah, yeah, uh, you don't like you don't agree with you, but you have like that moment of weakness. Yeah. But it's like if I didn't have like if I didn't grow up, and I would have been in a space where I would have judged my dad and yes. resented him. Like, how could it's, you cheat on my mom? Yeah. Like, I don't know, I don't know. No, no, but <laughs> exactly. And what you find is that there's actually aunties and uncles that knew the story from way back then, and now you don't even you don't talk to those people because. Yeah. There was a cutoff or there was no one spoke about that. They just let it go. Yeah. I, f- I think w- one of the lessons for me is that we aren't our mistakes. We are like our mistakes don't define us. And I do think like, yes, my dad made that mistake. But the fact that they stuck together or uh, the fact that they just, you know, made such a... Mm-hmm. Wow. Slight flicks. <laughs> <laughs> Slight flicks. Um, but they, they, they did a good job of raising me. Yes. And I think let's focus on that. Let's yes. let's yes. um and so we do they, we do get lost in yes. trying to focus on the positive. We do need to address the mistake. Mm. Uh but you know, there's there's you, you have to choose how you wanna live. Yes. Um are you gonna sort of focus on that sort of mistake? Are you are mm. you gonna try and move beyond it and grow as a person? Um, and Amazing. I think one of the things that we, we grew up with is that the aunties, especially, they love focusing on the mistakes. The fitna. <laughs> <laughs> they love that focusing is, on oh, the fitna. The, they, yeah, like, oh, you have a, a uncle that did this. You mm. used to steal. Yeah, mm. you were, they will just remember mm. that for, remember all the, <laughs> for all times. But I think that's, that's actually a great way, I think, to... To end this this part, okay. this episode one, I think you, you 
It was amazing. <laughs> it was I everything fun. that I envisioned. I and fun. I just want to thank you for taking the time to come. Nah, thank you. Let's do it again. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> and we can talk about other things as well. <laughs> <laughs> But like, share, subscribe. Um, do all the socials. Comment on what you thought the best part of this conversation was. And if you have any pointers, please feel free to put it down. So and that's the end. And we out. Peace. Bye, everyone.